Who got it right? right. Who got it way wrong? wrong? Sorting it all out with you. With you. Hear about it first. Talk about it now. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Good morning and welcome. It's 8.06. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Congresswoman Kat Kamek joins us. Uh, good morning, Kat. How are you? Hey, good morning, Bob. I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastic. We know you're always busy. Let's get right to it. Uh, all we're going to hear wait, about... Wait, we got to talk about the Top Gun reviews. I mean, after that letter and note that you got from your buddy Paul, I feel like I have to go see it now. Oh, I'm going to see it this evening, absolutely. And and when are you going to see it? Uh, I don't know. But time. I've been yeah. wavering because it's like, how do you beat the original? How do you beat the original? That's kind of what I'm worried about. Although uh, uh, I heard that Biden might um, stop that movie cold and make him change the name to, like, uh, you know, Top Scary Planes of War. (laughs) Yeah, maybe he's going to make each uh, character in there uh, announce their pronouns before they they get started. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Hey, um... Uh, we know we know the drill. Hey, you have to do something. You have to do something with these mass shootings. Do and I say do something that works. Biden back up to his old tricks. So guns are scary. A nine millimeter will take your lung out. I mean, just ridiculous stuff. I guess my question is, what will the Republicans fall for in this fake argument? Because we've determined many years ago, gun control doesn't work yet. The Republicans get sucked into it. What, what, how do you see it, Kat? You know, I, I am looking in the next two weeks at facing down probably a dozen different pieces of gun control legislation in Washington. Uh, for this week thus far, we've been getting notice of all these bills that Nancy Pelosi is going to be putting on the House floor. And when you read them, they're nothing more than a gun grab and a way to grow government. And the titles of these bills are, of course, like gut-wrenching, you know, protect our children from evil, violence, all that stuff, you know. And and it's the emotional appeal that gets people riled up. But if you take a step back and, and you look at what it's really doing, it is wholly unconstitutional. And it's just designed to take guns and weapons out of law-abiding citizens' uh, hands. And when we, we know this, you know this, Bob, better than anybody— These laws, they don't make anyone safer. Criminals are going to create acts of violence by any means necessary with any weapons of it. Just because you take the the guns out of law-abiding citizens' hands doesn't mean that we're going to be any safer. We have to approach these issues with a level head and once once for the first time, actually in a long time, some common sense. And so it's really frustrating I think that there's going to be a lot of pressure put on folks. Heck, you know, I I was getting off an airplane a few days ago in Gainesville, and uh, a woman who was on my plane gets off, throws her phone in my face, starts screaming in my face, what am I going to do? Why won't you stand up to the NRA? You've got blood on your hands. For about 10 minutes in the airport, just accosted me. And this is their tactic. They're going to be nasty. They're going to be mean. They're going to get up in people's faces. And if Republicans don't have a backbone, they're going to fall for it. 
Well, I hope they don't. I hope the conversations get pulled back to where it should, and that would have to do with mental health, um, uh, social yep. media and, and its interaction with the, the schools, and hardening the school targets. Those are three things that we know can have a positive impact. I mean, mental health is an issue all on itself, but especially when we talk about the extremely violent, yeah, we need to focus on that. I mean, somebody said there was like 40 million ARs. Well, 39.999 million were not used to hurt anybody. Law-abiding citizens, you know, did the right thing. So Exactly. It's it's always an overreaction, like you said, an overreach and it ends up costing us even more because you'll need more government to monitor and to criminalize and, and punish. Exactly. I mean, and I think when it comes to securing our schools, there's some smart common sense that, uh, steps we can take. I mean, I, I had a teletown hall last night with uh, several thousand constituents from around the district, and a, a question came up, you know, why don't we use COVID funds that are sitting there, and why don't we use that to harden our schools? I think that that's, that is one option we have available. But we, we need to, like you said, get to the root of this. Mental health in this country has been an ongoing issue, and as people have come to the table to talk about it more, the mental health beds available have actually decreased. So we're going in the wrong direction. You see what's happening culturally where you've got the participation of wolf society. Everyone's been told that they're special and they deserve a blue ribbon. And then the minute that they come up against any sort of adversity, they lose their minds and they go to an extreme where it's violence is the answer. And so my heart breaks for, for those little kids out there in Uvalde. I mean, it's just a tragic situation. But we cannot let the Democrats and those on the left see this as an opportunity to execute on a political agenda that they've wanted for so long. Well, they love to use the NRA as a straw man. And you can point out to them that they spent about uh, uh, $2.2 million on, on K Street last year, whereas pharmaceutical companies were spending between 60 and $70 million a year. You want to get at what causes school shootings, you need to take just as strong a look as uh, mental health and some of these psychotropic drugs. But, you know, yeah, if you if you don't like lobbyists like the NRA, then you certainly should be concerned about the strength and power of big pharma. Oh, but, Bob, that goes against the narrative now. That just makes too much dang sense. Yeah. Stop it with all that common sense. Hey, speaking of common sense, we've got a president who who literally has done nothing about the borders at all. He created chaos. He must want it that way. He hasn't done anything to reverse it. Uh, We see inflation's out of control. But yet, we're supposed to trust this guy when he wants to send missiles to Ukraine? I'm concerned. Where's the oversight? I don't trust him. I don't trust him with a, you know, with, with a, a game of catch. <laughs> well, you know, we've seen for, for months leading up to the $40 billion package, which, of course, I did not support. I voted against the $40 billion package to Ukraine because we had already seen the track record from the Biden administration where they were just sending money with no snapbacks, no oversight, no guardrails. And for the lethal aid that was being sent over, it was getting stuck in transit. It wasn't even going to where it was supposed to go. So why would we send good money after bad? And it's just none of it seems to make sense. We've got problems here at home. Our own border is being overrun. You've heard me say it so many times before, you know, our our border when we have about 8,000 a day coming over, that is not 
just, you know, a, 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 an average day where, you know, oh, we can handle that. No, that is an invasion. This is full-blown invasion status because we lose operational control of our border at 3,000 apprehensions, not to mention the fact that we have uh, these gotaways that are creating new routes across the border. And at this present moment, there are more than 230 miles on our southwest border that are not being patrolled because we do not have the manpower. This is a real problem. And as we continue to shift resources around, people keep saying, oh, well, if we throw more money at it, it'll fix it. That's government's answer to everything. Throw more money at it and hope it goes away. In this case, you talk to any Border Patrol agent, they will tell you, we need a policy. We need a policy change that will actually let us do our job and stop people from coming here. That's what we need. Well, they're not going to get it under Biden. We all know that. Um, Title 42, how long will they keep that in place, do you think? We're going to be in battle uh, going back and forth with uh, the administration and the courts for a while. But we will um, see it eventually go away. They are going to make a move um, to do away with it in some form or fashion. CDC could arbitrarily take it off its books, basically eliminating Title 42 entirely. We have a legislative fix for that, and uh, that's going to be introduced um, actually next week. So we're very excited about that. I think that's going to be a good, a good fix that can actually get us across the finish line of these midterms and gives the resources to our Border Patrol agents. All right, last question. Is there any leverage that can be created to force gas prices down, to uh, force Biden to uh, expand or explore uh, you know, uh, oil, uh, the pipeline, all those things? Is there, could there be any movement because he knows his numbers are terrible, people vote with their wallets, Mm-hmm. Is there any leverage that you might have now to get a bunch of Democrats to get on board? Well, I think so. Um, but at what cost? That's the problem. You know, we have an energy independence bill that we have introduced on the House floor, and Nancy Pelosi has blocked it six times. Mm. That would immediately drop the price of fuel. Now, the problem that we're going to see is here in the next few weeks, how desperate will the left be to get gun control measures and how many Republicans will use gas prices and easing pain at the pump as the trade-off. That's where I get a little bit nervous. People should do the right thing and not compromise on our constitutional principles because they see something dangling and shiny in front of them that will be an immediate relief. I don't believe that anyone should sell out our long-term rights over a short-term issue. And we know that this is going to be painful right now and for the next few months. But I, I think that that is going to be a real issue where they're going to be doing some horse trading and we've got to make sure we stop it. But they should want to put an inter- energy independence bill on the floor because it's the right thing to do, not because they can use it as a leverage point on Republicans. Pelosi keeps, uh, you know, blocking that legislation. Uh, she doesn't care uh, about gas. Exactly. Apparently their family car runs on alcohol. Ooh. Uh, you know, when it's the taxpayers paying for your ride, that's real easy to do. Yep, they don't pay your tickets. Nor your arrest. Yeah, no. Yeah. All right. Kat Kamek, Congresswoman uh, that represents us in this district, thank you so much for your time. Hey, thanks, fellas. Have a great week. All right. We will talk to you soon. Congresswoman Kat Kamek on the Bob Rose Show. It's 817. We've got a ton of stuff to get to. Just hang in there. Guns. Biden. Democrats. Oh, the secret way to fight. I'll explain coming up.